0: Comics, movies, music, video games,
1: technology,
2: Blu-ray, television. This
1: is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
3: The world we know is gone. No Google, no Amazon.com, no email, no podcasts.
1: In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living.
4: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 38. It's the last off season show. Hooray! Thank you, Jim. I have a Jordan, a Jim, and a Russell with me this evening. This is John. Hello.
2: Hey, what's up?
0: What's up? Just a Jordan, a Jim, and a Russ.
4: The Jordan, the Jim, and the Russ. How's that?
0: Thank you. Give us our propers, for God's
4: sake. You guys deserve propers because uh, I, I will definitely congratulate everyone again when we get to the premiere of Season 2. But uh, this was a long offseason, season. And, uh, we did a lot of talking about nothing, but I think we did a pretty good job, so I like to congratulate everyone.
0: Well, it wasn't about nothing. I mean, we had some great interviews, we did the commentary tracks, I mean, we got a lot of good stuff out there.
4: We did. But we I, we ended I, up. I
0: do agree, they'll be a little more interesting when we have new shows to talk about.
4: <laughs> yes. And it was, the, well, the, the toughest thing about it was, it was only six shows, so, uh, even though it was yeah. a season, it wasn't like we had a full season of content to, uh, to talk about. It was only those six, but, uh but here we Next are. This
2: year is going to be very different.
4: Yeah. We
1: are, we are rather pretentious, so, you know, those off-season off might have been a little long for some folks.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the numbers show uh, that a lot of people left. No. They'll be back. Um, anyway, so let's get our sponsor in for tonight's show.
1: Our sponsor this week, as always, is Discount Comic Book Service. That's dcbservice.com where you can get Great, fantastic discounts on not just Walking Dead stuff, but all your comics, trade paperbacks, hardcovers, whatever you like, and even not their sister site um, in stock trades. So this month, which would be the October orders for item shipping, I guess this is going to be shipping in January, um, a couple couple of, of big ones. One is the, the volume 15 of the Walking Dead trade paperback, and you can get it for 40% off. At only eight ninety nine, it's only fourteen ninety nine regular price for six issues of uh, of comic, which is actually pretty good because most everybody else, especially the big two, their six issue trades are all going for um, twenty bucks minimum, and you'd be lucky if there's six full issues in there. So, um, so eight ninety nine after after the discount is pretty sweet. Um, they've also resolicited every volume of the trade, so if you if you wanted to get caught up, volume one of course is only nine ninety nine. So after the forty percent discount at DCBS, it's five ninety nine. And they have every other volume. In addition to that, they've even got the um, the Walking Dead covers hardcover, which is is a hardcover of all the covers um, done by Tony Moore. So that it's actually a pretty cool book.
0: Yeah, I have that book, uh, Russ, and I definitely can recommend it. Yeah.
1: And then um, they've even resolicited the Walking Dead uh, uh, omnibus hardcovers. Not to be confused with the compendium, but the omnibus, which each omnibus is two hardcovers. So it's 24 issues um, in all. And those are those are a little more pricey, but they're kind of uh, slip-cased and very nice, but those are $60 each. And um, so those are kind of the, the big... Uh, the big items this month. Like I said, new new trade. I always like it when I get to, to open my DCBS spreadsheet and see the uh, the new the new trade going on. Um, and then also they're continuing the Walking Dead Weekly. So um, the current issue of Walking Dead, they're on number 92. And also solicited our Walking Dead Weekly issues 49 through 52. So again, go to DCBService.com to check those out.
4: Very cool. We are back in the full onslaught of Walking Dead material. Uh, With the show coming back and Halloween coming, the zombie stuff is on high priority, so very cool. So as we mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, we were lucky enough to have some cool interviews the last couple of shows. And if anybody is checking us out for the first time, you might want to go back to shows and you'll catch a cool interview with Michael Rooker, who is Merle Dixon on the show. And a very cool interview with Irony Singleton, who is T Dog on the show. So, those were a lot of fun. And we did get a voicemail regarding our Rooker interview. So, I'm going to cue that up right now.
5: Hey, this is Terry. Just finished uh,
1: listening to the Mike Rooker interview. Uh,
4: I was just thinking, I know he's
1: saying that, you know, he's denying anything and saying that uh, he doesn't know what's going on and. He wishes he did and all that stuff, but, I mean, come on, why would AFC or whatever at the at the Comic-Con to have this big promotion about where's Burrow? I mean, wouldn't that be generating some kind of hype to have the character, you know, be back in the show and get people excited about seeing him back in the show? would it be, like, really funny for them to do that and then uh, not have him back? I mean, I don't know, that's just I just thought, I'd be curious to hear what you think about that. All right guys,
4: uh, take it easy. thanks Terry. You know that was that was a pretty good point that I didn't look at it from that angle. Like, would you put all that effort into where's Merle if you weren't going to make sure that he was coming back?
1: Maybe I could easily see them doing a thing where we'll see like a trail. Like he'll he'll have left a trail that they'll maybe come upon, um, or we'll see like little things. Maybe that maybe if they can't get him to actually do the show, we'll see like. Uh, you know, somebody walking away that looks like him or you see the back of his head or I, I don't know. I could easily see that, you know, maybe doing something like that to keep the tension up to see if he comes back. And then maybe like in the finale of season two, he, he makes like a grand appearance to to leave everybody on the hook until season three.
2: Yeah. Keep, keep in mind, they're not finished filming yeah. the season yet. So there's a good chance that even if they do bring him back, it's not till the end. And he simply hasn't gotten the scripts for those yet.
0: Maybe he could leave, uh, you know, notes on on the sides of walls or something for his brother. You know, to let him know he's looking for him. That could be some good foreshadowing
1: if they're going to do something like that. The other th- cool thing is be- now that we know it's a split season and there's going to be like an 11-week hiatus, that would be a cool hook to get people to come back for the for the second half is have that last episode kind of end with, with the- him either showing up or them, you know, going to get him or, or something like that.
4: Yeah, I guess there's ways to have Merle around without actually having Michael Rooker around. But uh I'm I'm hoping obviously I'm hoping that we see him again soon. There was there was enough talk of Merle in season 1 without actually having Merle very long. So uh hopefully we get him back, but I don't know. He does a lot of film work. You know, I don't know if he's going to be doing a regular TV schedule anytime soon. Okay, so moving forward jordan why don't you hit up with some news it's been a while we uh we haven't done one of these shows in in quite a long time so go for it
2: yeah so i mean there's a lot of news a lot of the news we would have been talking about how we been doing more new shows was hey new trailers out new images from the season are out but uh the series is gonna be premiering or the season's gonna be premiering in just about a week or two here so i think we're gonna skip a lot of that talk we're gonna talk about the bigger stuff So these special edition Blu-ray and DVD sets are officially out. Uh, None of us actually have them yet, but Aaron Neworth from uh, Out Now with Aaron and Abe, which you can find on hhwled.com, he posted some pictures from the set he bought on our Facebook page for Walking Dead TV, which you can find on Facebook. Um, A, I'd say the packaging looks really, really nice. I like the you know Don't Open Dead Inside look of it, but not only does it come with the discs and everything, it also comes with... A pretty decent zombie mask I mean as as zombie masks go and as masks that come with DVD sets and Blu-ray sets go it's one of the better ones I've seen
4: yeah and they bill it as designed by Greg Nicotero so there's it has to hold up a certain amount of quality I mean it's not uh, it's not a piece of garbage let's put it that way
2: yeah this isn't like the uh, quote unquote Batman mask or Iron Man mask you might have gotten at like Target with their special editions or something this looks uh, pretty decent
4: yeah, the set it's 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 presented nicely. It's in a big gray box with the "Don't Open" dead inside. Uh, I saw uh, we've seen plenty of photos from it, and it, it folds out nicely. It's not just like the set in a slip case. It's an actually um, it folds open to present all the discs and everything. It's got some nice artwork along the back.
2: Yeah, it's um, that great artwork from Comic Con last year with the uh, the actual TV cast facing off in a parallel against the the comic book art with uh, a zombie in the middle, which is pretty awesome.
4: Yeah, definitely. I was a little... The only thing I was disappointed with was uh, Best Buy, who's kind of like the major retailer, but, you know, if you're not buying from Amazon and you're walking into a store, it's probably Best Buy. Um, They didn't do anything for it. They didn't run a sale. They didn't have a promotion. It was just kind of on the TV shelf in the W section. Um, I would have liked to see, you know, maybe a, a nice price for when it came out or a little bit of more fanfare, but... They were kind of hidden, which disappointed me a little bit. And we have lots of the special features on our site. If you go to walkingdeadtv.com, we were given uh, early footage of a few of the featurettes on the special features. I think probably three we have. Two or three. But uh, I'm not exactly sure. But if you you go to walkingdeadtv.com, you'll be able to kind of sample the special features and get an idea for what you're getting out of buying this set. And it's definitely you know, light years ahead of the first uh,
2: run that they put out, which was pretty much just the episodes. And if you're not a special feature person, you just want to see the episodes, there's another new option you can check out. Go to Netflix, and now they officially have on Instant Stream the uh, all the episodes. And it looks like they, they just cut a deal with Netflix, uh, AMC did, where just like Breaking Bad and, and Mad Men, the seasons will be put up shortly before their new seasons premiere. So that means season one is now available because season two comes out in just a few days. Um, presumably then season two will become available on instant stream shortly before uh, season three premieres sometime next year. So that's pretty cool. You can go right now, stream those episodes for uh, just the cost of your normal Netflix subscription.
4: Yeah, Netflix got one right, huh? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, you, you, you won't even have to quick stir the, the discs anymore. You could, just, uh, you could just watch it online.
2: Uh, I was saying to the guys earlier that uh, one of the nice things, or, or at least one of the few nice things about them splitting into two companies, is that you know, before you'd have to go, oh, is that movie, TV show, whatever on Netflix? And if the answer was yes, then you had to ask the follow-up question is, but yeah, is it on Instant Stream if you only had Instant Stream or already had a backlog of disks? And now you only have to ask the question, is it on Netflix? Because that automatically means digital streaming.
0: I'm just going to make the, the comment that all the tech services that end in STIR have not ended well. I mean, Napster friendster um
1: i don't know so
2: hamsters though still cool
1: yeah this is a little off topic hipsters but of the, not so much yeah not so much one of the one of the rumors i heard as to why they may have split into two companies i know i know one of them is the obvious thing where it, it's a little easier for them to give quantifiable to other networks and advertise you know potential advertisers whatever what their actual stream audience is versus what their um what their physical media uh uh, customer base is and one of the other rumors i heard was that because of the whole amazon sales tax thing if amazon decides to buy netflix and and it all becomes one company since netflix already split the dvd portion or the disc by mail portion into a separate entity not a separate company it's just a separate brand a separate entity that it would be so much easier to spin that off and sever it um, because it doesn't share the Netflix name, it could easily be spun off into its own company to keep its its DVD business. And then because of all the warehouses that Netflix or now Quickster has with the physical media, Amazon can still maintain their we-don't-have-physical presence and hire people in each state to get out of the whole sales tax debacle. So I've, I've heard that conspiracy as well.
2: Wow. That sounds fairly pl- plausible. I like that idea. Yeah
0: i sort of the Quickster is going to be uh, renting uh, video games and competing directly with Gamefly. Yeah.
2: One quick
4: video game tie-in since I got the segue. Uh, there is a Don't Open Dead Inside written in blood, hidden in Dead Island.
2: Really? Awesome. I have not seen that yet.
4: And there's also... I, I haven't confirmed this, but there is a crashed plane in the jungle, and somebody says ha- that it's Oceanic 815, like you can find the... Uh, oceanic um oh, that's okay. logo but i i was attacked by gang members at that point and did not get to check the logo on the plane <laughs> but, <laughs> but but i'll be back at some point
2: john you recently got the walking dead novel did you not
4: yeah i was lucky to get a copy of uh the walking dead rise of the governor the new hardcover novel by jay Singa and robert kirkman um, I've talked about this a lot on Legion of Dudes and on our Media Minutes podcasts. If you want to check out a little bit more of an in-depth review, uh, just go to HHWLOD.com and you'll be able to find those shows easily. But I did want to say that it felt right. It felt like Kirkman had a lot to do with it. It felt like the same universe. Uh, you don't need to know who the governor is from the comics to enjoy it. Uh, You don't need to know anything about the comics. It's kind of a standalone, in-universe Walking Dead story. Had good tension. Had good twists. I gave it, I think, an 8 or an 8.5 out of 10. Definitely worth checking out for just a good zombie novel. You'll get a little more out of it if you know who the governor is because that's where it's going. Uh, But definitely not necessary. So I recommend it. I'm glad that some of the... uh, you know, expanded universe stuff that we're getting is high quality. Um, I haven't had a chance to play those board games yet, but I'm hoping they fall in line too and are, and, are you know, a, a good time at least.
2: Now, I know they're going to be doing three books in total, or at least that's the plan. And you said, John, that this sounds like the first of a multi-part story, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, this this doesn't leave off with the governor who is in the comics. He's not there yet. So I'm thinking that there's another book after this. Maybe both books are in the, you know, is it a Governor trilogy or just a Walking Dead trilogy? I don't know exactly what they have planned, but uh, yeah, I, I don't could think see release that information. Yeah, yet. I could see it being a series on the Governor, and this would be book one, definitely.
0: Well, another cool way they've uh, been filling in the expanded universe, like uh, we're saying, John, is with the recent uh, release of these six webisodes by uh, Greg Nicotero.
4: Yes, the webisodes are a big deal, Jordan. Why don't you give us the general info, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about those more.
2: Sure. This past Monday, which was the yeah. third, um, they released actually all six parts of the six part webisode series. I we kind of thought that they were going to do like one a day or one every two days or something leading up into the premiere, but it was all at once. Um, tells the story tells the story of a character named Hannah, uh, her what seems to be a strange husband, Andy, two kids, uh, the the stepmother, and a couple other characters. Right after the zombie outbreak, she uh, Hannah wakes up in her car. She's been in a car accident, and when she wakes up, it seems that everything's already gone down. So we saw all six parts. They were brought to you by Pizza Hut, as you saw before every single clip. <laughs> and uh, I thought they were good. The direction was good by Greg Nicotero. The effects were good. Um, it felt like Walking Dead. However, some of the acting was pretty terrible. What What were you guys' thoughts on it?
4: Uh I I think I I agree. I think the acting was a little weak. I thought they all had like a good moment in them, um, but they weren't completely solid through and through. But you know what? It was it was good enough for for a first time out. I was I was happy enough with it.
1: Because I live in the in in the boonies and have crappy awesome. internet, and my internet was down for um, until about three hours ago. I haven't had a chance to catch them
0: yet.
4: Jim, what did you think?
0: I enjoyed them. I kind of agree with you guys. If maybe they had, had a better budget for acting, it might have been a little better. But I'm all for anything that kind of fills in this world. You know, like um, John, you were talking about the, the the novel setting up the story of the governor. We have the you know the video game coming from Telltale that tells another parallel story to what's going on with Rick and his. Folks, and we see all again. You know, it's kind of like filling in all the the, the corners of the uh, the Walking Dead world. We kind of you know it gives it more context for me. I really like it. And as you said, John, it seems to all be a fairly high quality so far. So keep our fingers crossed it stays that way.
4: Yeah, and I mean, we got our Scott Ian cameo, and it was totally not intrusive at all. It was like a two second shot of his zombie face panning by.
2: Yeah, some people didn't even catch him in the in the episode, judging by the uh, judging by the Facebook feedback.
4: So guys, uh, Bradley couldn't be with us tonight, and um, he was a little grumpy, but he did leave a voicemail to let us know what he thought of the webisodes, so let's check that out. Hey
5: everybody, it's Brad. I just finished watching the webisodes for the second time, and I had a a few comments. Uh, I liked them, you know, it wet my appetite for the next season, and um, it was good to be back in that world obviously without not having to be in it for real. Six episodes, I'm not really sure why they chose a nonlinear storytelling technique. You know, some of the episodes happened before others and out of order. It was kind of strange and confusing. The first time I watched it, the second time, obviously, it was easier to follow. But um, And I knew going in that, according to the AMC TV website, that this is a story of, I think it said something like, one of the most iconic walkers of, of the tv show or whatever i was actually hoping it was buster obviously but um the dead giveaway should have been in episode one when the camera lingered on the bicycle that had been dumped over on the ground she walked past the bicycle and the camera just hung on it for a while so that should have been the, the giveaway um we saw the helicopter in episode one i wonder if that's the same helicopter that we saw in uh, the pilot of the show the only other thing that was really remarkable to me about this was uh, the character of Mike Palmer, who's an episode for The Neighbor. He was actually a very interesting character. And it, it, I'm really sad that we're not going to get to see him uh, as a regular cast member of the show because I think he would have been honestly more interesting than some of the people that are on the show now. Uh, I really liked him a lot. So that guy did a great job, whoever that actor was. Other than that, you know and then at the end we in episode 6 we find out who who this lady really is she's the bicycle zombie and uh you know it, it was okay you know i didn't hate it but it wasn't uh, the acting was um you know a little little subpar but uh overall it was you know entertaining obviously the zombies looked great greg Nicotero, you know had his hand in it so um you know it was it was a good appetizer i'm just ready for the main course and we won't have to wait long. All right. Take care, and I'll see you next episode. Thank you, Brad. Interesting note on the helicopter. I had not thought of that.
4: Yeah, and I, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that he got a lot out of that character, um, which I've already forgotten his name, which goes to show you what I got out of that character. Um, I wasn't truly, you know, moved by any one character. I, I liked the, ki- the kids who did not do a great job of acting. Um, I did like the scene where they were hiding under the table, And, uh, the zombie was kind of doing like the circle around the table and they had to just wait till it passed enough to, uh, to run out. I mean, I thought there was some good tense moments and stuff, but I didn't really get much out of, you know, any characterization.
2: I thought the neighbor was at least the best actor. And I've, he's also the only guy I've seen in other things that I, you know, I could pick out of the lineup. Um, not counting Scotty in, but I mean, yeah, he's been in certain things. I think he plays like a general a lot, you know, military type characters. But he was at least well-acted, whether or not I got anything out of his actual character.
4: Now, do you think that the... Because I've been racking my brain trying to figure out why they put these out on the same day. And I and, and Jordan totally hit it on the head with why they split it up. Because you're watching the ad six times instead of once, which is, is totally on the mark. Do you think the non-linear storytelling is the reason they had to put them out all at once? Do you think it would have been more confusing if they released one every day or one per week starting a while ago, or...
2: I mean, that's possible. I mean, there's all kinds of different reasons that it could have been. I mean, webisodes are not something that is done... I mean, they're they're not, like, an an unheard-of thing, but there's no real set way to release them that I can think of. I mean, it seems like when a network chooses to do webisodes, which is kind of rare... It's always done a little bit differently, so it's it's not like they, they bucked a trend or something like that.
4: No, 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 but, but it just seems like a strange choice. Like, I don't... What did they get out of jamming them all out on one day? They could have stretched out the interest over a week rather than 15 minutes, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, your, your idea about it being the non-linear and that it could have been confusing if you're trying to watch it one at a time over the course of a week is certainly legitimate, Um Maybe they knew about the Netflix deal coming up and they didn't want to overshadow that. They wanted to let that have its own space to breathe. Um, I mean, there's any any number of possible things it could have been.
4: And we'll never know. <laughs> I have another voicemail regarding the webisodes, and let's play that now.
3: Hey guys, it's Liz from the Dixon's Vixens, and I just finished watching the webisodes, so I figured I'd leave you a message with my thoughts. First off, the makeup and the special effects were really awesome, scene at the very end when the woman was being gutted and was absolutely disgusting but looked really, really cool. I'm gonna be honest, I almost threw up when the stepmother bent down to give the woman laying by the car CPR and the walker on the ground started gnawing on her mouth. It was totally gross but totally awesome. Um, Unfortunately, I was left feeling kind of unimpressed by the majority of the webisodes. When you only have 10 minutes or so to tell a story start to finish, I feel like you need to use the time you have to build up your main characters so the viewer really cares about them, but you also need to include enough suspense and action to keep the watcher interested. They delivered on the action part of it, but I don't really think they used the time they had too well to develop the characters. Might be because there were too many people involved in the story. Aside from the main woman, who eventually becomes Bicycle Girl, you've got her ex-husband, her two kids, the stepmom, and the neighbor. For me, that was too many people to introduce in 10 minutes and still give me any time to actually care what happens to any of them. At a minimum, they probably could have cut out the whole neighbor part and the story would have been perfectly fine. I get that they used the webisode with the neighbor to set the scene for later so when the husband comes back to get the truck keys and he ends up getting killed, we're not like, oh my god, why are there kids in the basement? But I don't think that explanation was really necessary. In the first webisode, when the woman was after she'd gotten into the accident and she was going through the streets looking for her kids you see walkers on the sidewalk eating someone at this point you realize there is probably a problem and then later on when the stepmother gets bitten it's pretty obvious that there's some kind of zombie apocalypse thing going on because of that when the husband gets killed by the kid walkers i don't feel like at that point it would have been like walkers where were the where'd they come from I know that there's a problem with zombies at this point, so it wasn't really that out of the ordinary, I guess, to find them in the basement. I don't think we needed the neighbor to tell us about it, and it might have actually made the whole story a bit scarier if we didn't actually expect the kids to be there. I hate to sound really negative about the whole thing, but after seeing the regular episodes of The Walking Dead and knowing what this would have been capable of, or I guess could have been capable of, I just didn't really love them. Um, Maybe I set my expectations too high for a ten minute thing. But overall, I'd have to say I give the webisodes about two and a half busters. Good action, great makeup and effects, but I honestly didn't feel there was enough time spent making me care about any one of those people and what happened to them. I'm also going to throw in there that I thought the acting was marginal, especially the husband. Um, I might be a very terrible person when I say this, but when he got killed in the basement, I chuckled a little bit because at least I didn't have to watch him act anymore. But you know what? I'm over it. It's totally cool at this point anyway, because there is less than 10 days to the season 2 premiere, and I'm so excited about that. Last thing I just want to say is that I absolutely love your podcast, guys. Um, you've had some awesome commentaries, some great interviews, especially with like Norman Reedus and Michael Rooker, and, and just, you know, just the other day with uh, T-Dog. Those are really cool. I can't wait for you guys to get back on a weekly schedule once the show starts up again. Um, have a great one, guys. Bye!
2: All I had right. forgotten about that uh, CPR kill, but yeah, that was really gnarly. See, I didn't think. Um, I agree
4: with Liz and you that it was gnarly, but it it looked did it look wrong? Did it look like she didn't really bite the lip? Like all of a sudden, blood was just shooting out. Like I, I thought about the bit the, tongue. the tongue. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Something about I'm gonna have to watch that again. Something about that was like um, it looked like it was maybe rushed or edited in a hurry or something, and it. I don't know, who knows, it might have been like an internet glitch for, for all I know. I'll have to watch that part again. Uh, I just wanted to thank Liz, and I, I, I would say at this point, the consensus seems to be weak acting and characterization and good zombies and gore for the webisodes.
0: I just want to shout out Vixens Vixens before we're uh, done with Liz's, vo- or Liz's voicemail because they've been really great uh, supporters of the show and really helped us out a lot, so major props to them.
1: You know what else is in less than 10 days?
4: new york comic-con bitches comic-con
1: we will be there all of us on this recording will be there in some form or fashion at some time so you can expect if there's any breaking news if there's uh, panels that a will be covering it and b will be either tweeting facebooking or who knows there might be some random drunk audio that shows up on the uh on the feet at some point. You never know what's gonna happen. It's it is Comic Con.
2: Yeah. This is the Walking Dead yeah. <laughs> So yeah, That's come down, right buy us a drink, buy us food, buy a sports car or something. <laughs> It'll be and, fun. and all we know
0: Walking Dead cast.
4: <laughs> I must say that uh, all we know about Walking Dead at New York Comic Con right now is that there will be a panel on Saturday evening at I'm gonna say five thirty. Um there has not been any other press release from amc yet regarding who will be there uh what they will be showing you know uh, i don't know panels screenings nothing all we know is that there is the one big panel in the ign theater at 5:30 saturday night so we'll see what we get
1: yeah it's like walking dead and then the avengers so we'll, we'll be all riled up by the time we get out of there
4: that's gonna be awesome
1: and if you get, and if
0: you are going to be in New York Comic Con uh, this coming weekend, uh, track us down on the Facebook or on the Twitter and let us know. And uh, we'd definitely love to meet any of our listeners that are going to be at the Comic Con or, may, especially, at the Walking Dead panel since we'll be there.
1: Just look for a really tall guy right next to a really short guy. That'll be me and Jim.
2: We're, look for, the, I look for short the green
0: guy, hat formerly worn by Fidel Castro. That'll be me.
4: We're going streaking.
2: You wear your green hat. Um. what else we have Jordan one last bit of news to talk about right before the end of the show is the pilot not the pilot but the season 2 premiere has been screened for at least some critics um, of course they're under embargo to talk about it too much they can't give the reviews yet but the early words I'm hearing the early buzz is that it's very good and that you know we're not sure exactly where in relation to the parts of the episode or the season the Darabont left but the early reports reports are this feels like season 1 this feels very good and it's uh, hasn't suffered so far at least in the premiere so i cannot wait for uh, for the season premiere it sounds awesome
1: have we uh, on the last cuz i don't think i was on the last news show have we talked about nicotero being promoted to to one of the showrunners or
2: i don't think I we don't have i think we have
1: yeah i mean that was a huge deal in my at least in my opinion
2: yeah it's nice that they're uh, they're honoring his hard work there by uh, giving him some uh, control
0: he's from Pittsburgh.
2: I think at this point, the fear and the
4: paranoia of Frank Darabont stepping down has kind of worn off. I mean, everything's been kind of positive since then. So the red alert is definitely down.
2: But the moment anything happens on any episode that anybody remotely doesn't like, it'll be, oh, this is because Darabont left and... You know, regardless of whether that actually has anything to do with him or budget cuts or anything else. I mean, there was hokey things in season one, Um, but we can we can always hope for the best, and I certainly do.
4: And what else are we going to do with our time? We have to surf on the internet and read ridiculous comments.
2: So, John, what's our schedule here on out till uh, season premiere starts and after?
4: Tuesday is the magic day. I think there's a chance this show will be out earlier than than Tuesday. Uh, it'll be out Tuesday, the latest though. And then, as The Walking Dead begins, we will do Tuesday shows. Usually, we get them out pretty early in the morning, so we're going to record um, the night after the show and and get it out on Tuesday. So, you know, get your voicemails in, tweet, Facebook, your reactions, all that good stuff. We love to get to the feedback as we talk about each episode, and uh, and we're excited. And how many do we have before the break?
2: Six in a row. I think it's six. Uh, so I want to say it's seven or eight. Actually,
1: no, it wasn't. I know it wasn't that many. It was six at the most.
2: So we're gonna have a decent run of at
4: least. What's the
1: actual date of the premiere, guys? It's October
2: sixteenth, okay. right? And so I believe nine p.m. Actually, this time around. I think, but nine or ten.
1: We may, and that—that's the thing where I, I guess it's kind of up in the air. I mean, this may be a little inside baseball here, but. If for some reason they decide to screen the premiere at the panel or at some function during New York Comic Con, there is maybe a slim remote possibility that we could record live, um, all of us there. We may just do the episode, um, you know, at you know, while we're all gathered in a room um, together and actually record that way. We'll do it live. Do it live.
4: We may get audio of yelling at Sarah Wayne. Callie's telling us she sucks. <laughs> but we don't think she sucks. But people hate Laurie, so they, they yell stuff. But not me. So that's pretty much the deal. We'll see you every Tuesday. I don't know what we're going to do during the season break. We'll probably need a break to some extent. Uh, maybe we'll put out a couple of shows before it picks up again and uh, and heads for the home stretch. So it's going to move fast now. We've been waiting all this time, and season two is going to fly right by. And that is all for me. So, Jordan... Bring us home, last closing before season two. All
2: right, so until there's no more room left in hell in the dead walk of the earth, remember, you can leave us a voicemail at 516-468-7912, an email at comments at TV.com. Check out Half Hour Wasted on Mondays and Legion of Dudes on Thursdays. Check out Out Now with Aaron and Abe, our weekly new release movie show. Check out Facebook groups for LODHHW. WDTV Media Minutes and out now with Aaron and Abe follow us on Twitter at WDTV Podcast and at HHWLOD underscore network and we'll see you when the season premieres. Good night. goodnight have, have a good week I bumped into you at the old
0: cemetery so you're back from the dead like a lovesick zombie you've really changed you don't take it wrong but you seem kinda dirty
4: Just please don't hurt me or mess up my hair. I don't right. have my fan on, so. No, it's not. It's like, I could tell. It's like a feedbacky, wacky, tabacky. There's going to be a lot of good bloopers on this show.
0: <laughs> tell her to turn off her lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> turn off your lightsaber. Please call her.
4: <laughs> All right, here we go. Old well, school reference, anybody? Is no, is no old but, but, school, anybody? I school. not make it any of that, sorry. Anybody watch old school? Nobody got the reference? Okay, go ahead, Jordan. I- I've yeah, it. I got it.
2: You're my boy, blue. You. you, You're you're my boy. you, You.